Quick, get in, mate. Come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. You got hold of his legs? I've got his legs, right. Jesus, okay. Yeah. Just, we'll chuck him down on the bed. Okay. Are you ready? Three, two, two one. one. Oh, my God. I can't believe this has happened. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. On Christmas as well? On Christmas. I cannot believe this. I mean, we, we, never, we never hang out on Christmas. We never meet up. And I thought this was going to be a nice, quiet evening, you know. And then, and then this happens. When I heard what sounded like someone coming down the chimney, like, I was as scared as you were. Oh, my... Well, I mean, I was petrified. I mean, I've got to say, I am shocked at how quickly you reached for that shotgun. You may... Yeah, you may well be shocked, but I'm sure you were very thankful when I grabbed the bloody thing and shot the guy. Yeah, I just wish you'd wait until we saw who it was before you shot him. You can't be too careful these days, Sean. It could be be a burglar, it could be a terrorist, it could be anyone. Look, let's get these lights on and we can find out who it is. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go turn the light on you. You get a good look at the body. You're never going to guess who this is. Come take a look. It's someone we know. Oh, Derek. Derek next door. I always knew he was stealing my roof tiles. It's not Derek. Come and take a look who it is. Okay, uh, let's have a look. I'll just... Uh... I cannot believe you killed him. But no, that, that could be anyone. It's not necessarily him. It is him. What? It can't be as serious as all that. It can't be as serious as all that? You just killed Santa Claus. Pass me that bottle of sherry, will you? All right, you pass me the eggnog. All right, there you go. I want a stiff drink of both of these. Jeez, I, I want to forget this night as soon as possible. I'm shaking. I'm scared. I don't know what we've done. I don't know what you've done, for the most part. Mate, hey, you're as involved in this as, as me. You may not have pulled the trigger, or... Uh, wait, okay, you're not as involved as me. But, but you saw what happened. You were as much a part of the, the proceedings... I know, mate. When we started this podcast, we made a blood oath that if either one of us committed a crime, we'd both go down for it. I'm glad you remember the blood oath. I do remember. Right. Well, maybe we should take our minds off it. Just do what we came here to do. Yeah. Drink eggnog, record a Christmas podcast, have a good time. All right. Okay. I know I left the, the microphones on like this whole time. I, I usually We usually leave them on just in case when we're having a conversation in normal everyday life. Uh, we get some comic gold. Just in case anything funny happens, which it rarely does. No, uh, particularly tonight. I don't think you could call this funny at all. Uh, bloodthirsty and traumatising would be how I would describe it. I'm a, I'm a ruined man. No, that's fine. But, you know, we can cut this bit. It's your turn to edit. So just as long as you remember to, to cut out the few minutes preceding this conversation, then, then we should be all right. I better remember. This is going to look really bad, otherwise. I'll write it, I'll write it on my hand. Uh... Edit out killing Santa. Okay. Yeah, well, I I've mean, got it written down now. You'd be signing my death warrant. I may as well basically just say now, I killed Santa Claus. You know, I may as well just say that, and then I'm kind of like banged to rights. Okay. So you'd best remember. I'll, be, I'll remember. Okay, don't worry. Right, let's just... Uh, oh, let's just get on and record this. Would you be okay recording with the body just like about two feet away from us? I don't know where else to put it. We'll deal with it afterwards. Okay, We'll yeah. deal with it afterwards. Okay. That's fine. We're professionals. Right. Okay, let's go. Okay, just turn on. Three, two, one. 
Hello and welcome to the Mailbox Rogues Gallery podcast. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho indeed, my friend. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to you. How are you? I'm, I'm great, thank you. Yep, uh, having a, a wonderful evening with nothing terrible happening, just having a good time with my friend, you. It's just a lovely bit of gentle Christian comedy from your friend Sean and Birch here on Christmas Eve. Absolutely. Having a, a ruddy good time, if I may uh, be so bold. Pardon my French. Uh, and uh, uh, am I right in saying you might have had a sherry already, my oh. friend? <laughs> I think the proceedings are getting the better of me. Okay, well, hang on. Just sorry for the people who can't hear this, but I think we should pull a Christmas cracker to start this off. What a, it, what a wonderful it, idea. Here you go, my friend. <clears throat> <sighs> Oh, you won this time. Oh, I did. Let's have a look. Oh, I got the hat. The Christmas hat. Yeah, okay. See what toy I got. The hell is this? When do they start putting pocket knives in crackers? Oh, that's a new thing they're doing. Oh. Brings in, like, the uh, the youth, I suppose. Oh, uh, pass us the joke. I'll read that yeah, one yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, so this joke says, Why does Santa always go down the chimney? I, I, I don't know. Why? Because it suits him. Uh, it's a yeah, good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Pass me that sherry again, please. Yeah, okay, and uh, I'll have a couple of swigs when you're done. <laughs> Yay, it's Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> Happiest time of the year. Hang on, what the fuck's happening to the body? It's kind of sparkling. He's getting smaller. It's like it's like the end of the film Big. He's kind of evaporating. God, he's so weird. There's I was not expecting that. There's nothing left of him now. Just his... Hang on, let me just pause the recording. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, we don't want this to get on tape. No, um, no, no, no. Yeah, this makes us culpable for our own actions. Well, that's the last thing we want. Oh, that's weird. All that's left is his, his clothes. And his fingernails. Oh. Gross. That is gross. Well, we need to get rid of this big Santa jacket. This well, is going to be evidence. Well, hang on a second. What are you it, doing? It is Christmas. What? You, it's just... Uh... Don't put it on. <laughs> oh. <Hey. laughs> Look, Sean, who am I? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, you're the person we just murdered. You didn't need to bring that up. It's Christmas. <laughs> God. Look, I'm making the best of a bad situation, okay? So I'm going to put on his blood-stained hat, I'm going to put on his blood-stained booties, and I'm going to wear his blood-stained jacket, which has a massive shotgun hole in it. I'll be honest, mate. I think this is in very poor taste. Maybe so, but it's Christmas. Do you know what, actually? That all seems to fit you surprisingly well that's like a perfect fit how do the boots fit what what are you trying to say he's fat as fuck well i'm not saying you're fat but that's why i'm amazed that it fits i mean i'm not wrong am i come to mention it it does seem quite a good fit perfect i would say and the boots that is weird yeah but you know maybe i mean they say the camera adds like a few pounds maybe santa is actually quite a svelte young guy because the boots especially because he looked like he had really big feet and you've got famously small woman-like feet. Oh, they're like like pigeon feet almost. Yeah, exactly. That is odd. But, you know, okay, Um. well, I'm dressed as Santa. Hopefully it will liven the, the proceedings. What is happening to your face? What? You, you're sprouting a beard. <laughs> sprouting a beard. Look, t- yeah. touch your face. The hell? Growing a beard right before my eyes. I only shaved this morning. Give me a mirror. You've got a big, long, white beard. And your belly. It's getting bigger. It looks like it's full of jelly. (laughs) What the hell's happening to me? I don't know for sure, but I think you might be turning into Santa Claus. 
you know, on any other situation, I'd say this was bollocks. And I do fully admit that I've had about three bottles of sherry now. But, you know, I think you might be right. Are you Are you feeling jolly? We just killed a man. Sorry, that was insensitive of me to ask. Yeah, it was a very poor question. I just thought it was a characteristic of the person you're turning into. Well, obviously I'm not carrying over those traits. No, no. I guess just not. Just the fat bastardness and the ugly facial hair. Although, if anything, if you are carrying over his emotions, he probably wouldn't be feeling too jolly having just been murdered. That's true. Yeah, so maybe I am. Wait a minute, I wonder... Um, so I've grown his beard, and I've got his fat belly, and I'm dressed like him. I wonder if... Uh, his penis is transferred across. Take a look. You're shaking your head. It's an absolute mess down there. God. Does that mean it's the same or that it's changed? It looks Christmassy, that's all I'm going to say. I have no follow-up questions. Yeah. This is horrible. Well, you could call it poetic justice. For killing a burglar who was on our roof. He did have a a sack, like a burglar, but his was full of presents. I think he might have actually been trying to give them to us. Oh, where's the sack? Oh, it's just over there, by the... All right, all right. Oh, my God, what's he got me? Oh, look, look, there's one... There's there's a present addressed to us. It says there, Sean and Birch on the tag. Come on, Nintendo. What's... What's, I hope so. Oh, fingers crossed. What's he got me? Here we go. That's weird, it's just a bit of paper. Is that the only thing in the box? A big box for a bit of... Pe- it's better be something good. <clears throat> terrible for the environment, for one thing. Awful. Well, what's on the paper, though? It's a letter. Dear Sean and Birch. Whoa. If you are reading this, then I am dead, and you've killed me. What? How the hell could he have known that was going to happen? Although, I will say, you are famously trigger-happy with that shotgun. So he must have known there were risks involved when coming down your chimney. Why didn't he wear a bulletproof vest? Well, that's a very good point. What did you put in this sherry? Nothing, it's just usual sherry. 60% standard. Yeah, I I don't know, I just kind of get the feeling I'm in some kind of bad trip and I'm going to wake up. Or maybe that's just wish fulfilment. Anyway, if you're reading this, I'm dead because you've killed me. Yeah, 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 carry on. If I know you, it's likely at this point you will have put on my hat, my coat... And my boots. <laughs> no, he oh, does he know is, you. He is good. Yeah. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. He is good. Um, which, in turn, has increased the size of your belly, given you a beard, and... Oh, I don't want to read the genital part. No, I'll just skip, skip over that, that yeah. sentence. That's, I want to forget that as quick as possible. Oh, so do I. All of this means one thing. You are now Santa Claus. I did have a sneaking suspicion. Yeah. As Santa Claus... You will, of course, have to fulfil all of my Santa Clausly duties, including delivering all the presents to all the good boys and girls around the world. That sounds like a right ball ache. What happens if you just don't want to do it? I don't know, maybe there's some kind of, pardon the pun, but some kind of clause at the end of this. (laughs) You will also have to spend the rest of eternity making presents in your workshop, eating gingerbread cookies, drinking glasses of milk, and living in the North Pole... Until the day that you are eventually shot dead. Wow, fatalistic. Why does he assume that I'm going to be shot dead? And maybe it's a natural life cycle for a Santa Claus. Maybe that's the only thing that kills him. Hot lead. Could be. Anyway, I trust this is all clear to you, and I wish you all the best as the new Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Yours sincerely, Santa Claus. Wow, isn't that a kick in the teeth? 
I don't want to be Santa Claus. I want to get presents, not give. I think it's a bit too late for that, mate. I think even if you hadn't have killed him, it was the putting on the jacket that did it. Probably. I wonder if I take it off. Hang on. Let's try it. What are you doing? I thought you were going to take it off. I'm trying to, trying to take the jacket off. It's not coming off. Fucking welded shut. Oh, my God. The, the boots as well. The boots too. What if I try shaving the beard? Give me a, give me a shaver. Why don't you just try blasting it off with a shotgun? Yeah. The, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll end up like him. Fine, I'll use my pocket scissors. How's it going? Yeah, it's, it's, it's coming along. To be honest, you know, I've always fan- uh, fancied a handlebar moustache. I could uh, I could give it a go now. Ta-da! It looks exactly the same. What? Look in the mirror. It's just grown back again. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. You know what this is like? No. That film with Tim Allen, you know... That has um, the, the Santa Claus in it. What's it called? Uh, what's that, Miracle on 34th Street? Uh, maybe. Um, Christmas Carol? No, I don't think it's that one. It's got to be Home Alone. That's Home Alone, isn't it? I think you're right. I think it's Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah. Yeah, we'll just say that. But there's, like, he turns into Santa Claus in that film, and he ends up, doesn't he end up, like, coming out of it in the end? Okay, I, don't, I think at the end his mum comes home, and everything's all right. Isn't that it? My mum doesn't know where I live. I purposely don't tell her my address. That's going to make things difficult. It is going to make things difficult. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. What are we going to do? What the hell? Are... I've got it. Yeah. You know, like in Christmas films where something bad happens to the main character mm-hmm. and they have to overcome some obstacles. Yeah. They learn a bit about themselves and everything turns out all right in the end. Okay, yeah. What are you Ma- thinking? Maybe we could do a similar sort of thing here. So if we kind of get me to learn a bit about myself and maybe Santa Claus as well, yeah, I can only hope that that will help matters and I won't be Santa Claus anymore. I mean, I know I'm a few bottles of sherry and eggnog into the night, but that seems like flawless logic to me. Listen, mate, I'm ready to believe in Christmas magic at this point. If anything's going to change you back, it's got to be Christmas magic. That's the only thing that can save me now and the corpse, well, the now evaporated corpse... Of Santa Claus. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Here's an idea, right? You may not like this, but we came here to record an episode, right? Right. Why don't we just sit down? We can do our episode on Santa Claus. Oh. Forget Gillian Anderson. We won't do. We won't bother doing the episode on her. <sighs> we'll have to save that one for another time. We'll do that time. a different time. That's we'll do our episode on Santa Claus, right? You can learn about him. You can learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. We still get an episode out of it. Listeners will be none the wiser that you're sat there dressed as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Well, I say dress as Santa Claus. You actually Ow. are Santa Claus, yeah. And then hopefully you learn something and then bish bash bosh, Christmas magic, back to normal. Two birds with one stone. Okay, perfect, perfect. We've got this. In the bag. <laughs> okay, so Santa Claus, Father Christmas, yes. as we know. No, remember, I'm talking about the old Santa Claus, not you. I don't know why I responded to you saying that. Jesus, I think it's kind of starting to have an effect on my brain. Oh my god, right. We'll give it another go. Yeah, they're just you just go on. Continue. Okay, so Santa Claus. Uh yes. No, look, I'm not talking to you. Remember we're doing this about <sighs> the old Santa Claus, the one you murdered. Why did I respond to that? As if it was my name. Oh I'm, god. I'm starting to really worry about you. I'm worrying about my psyche at this point. Not only is it giving me a fat gut, but it's giving me the mind of Santa Claus. The twisted, maniacal, jolly mind. Of Santa Claus. Sorry for interrupting. Go, go on. Finish anyway, your thought. anyway, I won't call him. I won't say Santa Claus this time. I'll, so, 
Father Christmas was originally based mm -hmm. on Saint Nicholas, who was uh, born in Turkey in 270 AD. So he was travelled around Palestine and Egypt. This is quite an interesting thing about him. He is the patron saint of Russia, Moscow, Greece, children, sailors, prisoners, bakers, pawnbrokers, shopkeepers, and wolves. Well, I mean, for me, they all kind of like fit under the same umbrella in a lot of ways. They do, don't they? They've got so many similarities. Hmm. Russian children and Polish sailors, cut from the same cloth. Wolf bakers. Wolf bakers as well, yeah, absolutely. Greek pawnbrokers. And you say he was uh, from Turkey. Um, is that why we eat turkey at Christmas, do you think? I think that's exactly why we eat turkey at Christmas, yes. Like, if, if he was from Poland, would we be, like, eating a jar of polish? Um, I would know. I would imagine we'd be eating polo mints. Well, just as well he was born where he was. If he was born in uh, Frankfurt or Hamburg, for example, we'd be eating sausages and burgers. That's right. If he was born in China, we'd be having a Chinese takeaway. That doesn't sound bad, actually, for no, Christmas Day. Thinking about it, I'd much rather have that than a turkey yeah, roast. Yeah, God. If only Santa Claus... Yeah? No. <sighs> this is going to be a problem, isn't it? I wasn't talking to you. That's right, okay. I was talking about you, the old you. The one born in Turkey in 270 AD. The old me? Sean, I'm not lost yet. We're trying to bring me back. Don't refer <laughs> to me as that. Sorry, sorry. Uh, look, let's talk about one of the... The great things that St. Nicholas did, right? Yeah, go on. Apparently, during a famine, and this is great, actually. Oh, yeah. During a famine, a butcher lured three children to his house, and he killed them, and that was to cure their flesh so he could sell it as ham. I mean, that's quite... As far as get-rich-quick schemes go, that's a pretty dark one. Well, yeah, I mean, really, that's ticking a few boxes, I guess, because you say there's people that are hungry and... You know those children were they were they uh, homeless children? Oh, there was a famine on, so maybe. Maybe, yeah. So you know, you just gotta make do with what you've got. It's like when I'm at home and I have a look uh, in the kitchen, a little route round. All I see in there is a tin of spaghetti hoops and uh, what's left of my uh, packet of cocoa pops. You know, you, you make do with what you have. And actually, I've seen you whip up a fantastic. Oh, Cocoa Alla Loop. Oh, yeah, it is delightful. Oh, the saying goes, I'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops. I'd rather have a bowl of Cocoa Pops and spaghetti hoops. It's your signature dish, isn't it? it In it, fact, I don't think I've ever been around your house and not eaten that. No, that's, well, what started off as, you know, just making do with what I have is, is turned into my favourite dish. It's a speciality. And, you know, even if I'd come over with no intention of eating, like, um, oh, just like a fortnight ago, right? Mm, yeah. We went out for a three-course dinner yeah. to celebrate the whirlwind success of the podcast, didn't we? Whirlwind success. And, uh, yeah, we had, what was it? We had soup, we had steak, mm. we had a whole cheesecake between the two of us. All the trimmings. Of course. And, uh, well, we went back to yours afterwards just for, just for a drink, mm. just for a couple of beers. And then, lo and behold, before I know it, I'm eating... What's it called? Coco a la loop. Coco a la loop. Before I knew it, I was eating Coco a la loop. It's like I always say, Sean, no matter how much you've eaten, no matter how full you think you are, you've always got enough room, just enough room for that Cocoa Alla Loop. Have you thought about marketing it? I just... Oh, I suppose you get in trouble with the Cocoa Pops people. Well, yeah, you've got the Cocoa Pops people and you've got Heinz 
I mean, maybe I could bring the idea to the pair of them because, you know, those two companies famously at war with one another. Yeah, you could be like the peacemaker. I could. I could broker some peace between the two of them, bring them together as, in my opinion, those food products should always have been. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just like bring some joy to the world. Oh, maybe we're on to something maybe here. Maybe you just learnt something about yourself and about Santa and about Christmas. Oh, is the beard still there? The beard is still there, yeah, sorry. Shit. Okay, well, we'll do a bit more digging. But anyway, yeah, so I can only assume that's why they cut up those kids to feed, making do with what they have. Interestingly, that isn't the moral lesson from the story. Oh. The story goes on in that after the butcher had killed the children and cut them up, St. Nicholas managed to resurrect them. Oh! Which is quite a feat. Three children, re- resurrecting one child... I oh. imagine is very difficult. Tiresome work. Tiresome work, yeah. Three children? That is crazy. He was earning his pay back then. One thing I wasn't able to ascertain from my research was when he brought the children back to life, shuffled them back onto the mortal coil, yeah. were they still at death's door because of the famine? Did he sort of did he take them back to where they were, which was the point of starvation, or did he go a bit further? And put some food in their bellies when they came back. You know, like, did, were they, did they come back nourished again? No, I, I, I see what you mean. I mean, he's not a miracle worker. I think I've got to disagree there, actually, really? based on this story. No, I suppose he is, I guess. But, you know, there's only I, maybe there's only so much miracling uh, one man can do. Yeah, I mean, he's not Jesus. He can't do the whole fish and the loaves thing, can he? No, exactly, yeah. Now, I'm interested. Did you relate in any way to St. Nicholas based on anything we've just talked about there? Well, I mean, I've always wondered what human flesh tasted like. So you can kind of relate the two together there. It sounds more like you empathise with the butcher more than with St. Nicholas. I wouldn't say I empathise with the butcher. What I would say is that I understand him and can relate to how he must be feeling. But no word about St. Nicholas at all there. You've got no, no feelings about him and his part in that tale. Well, he, um, he he did all right, I suppose. Good on him. Yeah. You know what your eyes are saying to me? You're saying, you're thinking about that butcher being deprived of a meal, aren't you? I'll be honest, there was a famine on. Like, if he promised those kids to, like, maybe another family, you know, who have their own kids to feed, you know, maybe they were promised that, and then all of a sudden they were brought back to life by Goody Two-Shoes St. Nicholas, that butcher would have to go to that family and say, sorry, um, I'm afraid that St. Nicholas brought them back to life. You guys haven't got any food. And then their kids are going to be like, oh, but we're starving. Now we're going to die. It's like, I know, it sucks, doesn't it? You constantly surprise me with the machinations of your moral wrangling with these situations. You are one of the greatest moral philosophers I have ever met. Thank you. I, I mean, I, I don't see it as being too much of an issue. Surely you'd want to stop a family from starving, even if it meant cooking up a few kids. I'm not saying I agree with you. I'm just saying the way you've managed to paint yourself into this corner with your moral reasoning astounds me. Well, I, I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. Thank you very much. Take it. Take it as a compliment. I will. Well, look, we need to get back to uh, learning you your Christmas lesson, don't we? We do. Let's do a bit more podcasting. What have you got to say about Santa Claus? Uh, yes. No, no. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking. 
I can't. I, don't get angry at me when I do that because I'm feeling very anxious right now. I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation here, Sean. How would you feel if you went out and thought, oh, it'd just be a nice, quiet Christmas evening with one of my mates and you ended up killing someone and turning another 200 pounds overweight and growing a white beard? Yeah, I'd probably feel pretty bad. So so please don't get annoyed with me if maybe I make a few mistakes here and there. My mind's not as sharp as it was earlier. I know. You have aged rapidly as well. You are now a jolly old man. You... Oh, not jolly old man. You're just an old man. A disgruntled old man. Yeah. As I look at you dressed like that, I just assume you're going to be jolly no matter what I say to you. But actually, you're quite downtrodden, aren't I'm you? I'm miserable. Yeah. Well, I don't know, mate. I, I'm starting to get the feeling that maybe you're just going to have to put up with this forever. What? No, no, we we can't we can't just resign ourselves to the fact that I'm now Santa Claus. That's 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 rubbish. Rubbish it may be, but I think we've got to face up to facts. You're the big man in red now. Well, what does that mean exactly? Well, it means you've got to go around delivering children, delivering children <laughs> <laughs> to butchers. <laughs> well, it means you've got to go around delivering presents to children. But I hate children. Maybe you can start doing things slightly different. You've definitely got to deliver presents to children. That's in there. Right. But you can make a few changes. Oh, yeah? Suggestions? I think it's really up to you. You're the man in charge now. Famously usual Santa, as I'm going to call him. He had eight reindeer. Um, All sorts of crazy names. But since you're in charge now, I mean, what are you going to call your reindeer? I might just forego the reindeer entirely. They're a bit of a boring animal, really, aren't they? Do you think? Put a couple, slap a couple of sleigh bells on them. No, they look great. No, that's just the consumerist side of Christmas, with its throwing down the images of reindeer and log fires and a red-suited Santa Claus. That's that's all that is. So, really, reindeer I think can be replaced entirely. Okay, what are you thinking instead then? Something's got to drag the sleigh. Well, how about this? Now he made the terrible error. I feel. Of just having one animal. Okay. One, one kind of animal, I should say. Now, surely something that would promote togetherness would be to have maybe all sorts of different kinds of animals on there. All pulling the sleigh at the same time? All pulling together in the same direction. Ah, okay. That's a nice metaphor, isn't it? For it, the coming together of Christmas. It, exactly. So I'm thinking we'll have two kangaroos pulling the sleigh... Maybe behind. They can, they can help getting it off the ground. A bit of jump there. Exactly, yeah. And just behind them, maybe you could have four elephants. Four? Yeah. Four elephants. I, I like seeing a group of elephants together. A herd, yeah. Yeah, a group. And after them, I mean, we could go like balls to the wall crazy with this. Why not have seven sharks? <sighs> Flying sharks, Sean. Well, it sounds silly, but then again, when you really think about it, eight reindeer sounds silly. Exactly. I'm assuming that you as Santa Claus gets get to imbue the creatures with some sort of flying magic, so you could presumably give the sharks ability to breathe air and flying magic. No, exactly. Okay, well, then, do you know what? I, I like the way you're thinking, quite outside the box. Yeah, I'm not finished yet. You're not a traditionalist, are you? Not at all. So we've got two kangaroos. Got four elephants, seven sharks, one blue whale, mm. keeping with the nautical theme. Uh, 
while we're in the air, maybe we should have three bald eagles. You know, so you got land, you got sea, and you got air. I don't know if they're really going to be pulling their weight following behind the blue whale. Yeah, but it's just for the variety's sake, I think. Right, so they're... Do you think they're going to have a sense of self-worth if they're there just for the image? Or do you think they're going to want to be pulling their weight too? No, they'd be pulling their weight, I think. They, they'd, be, they'd certainly be helping. Maybe they could be helping keep the actual slayer float as well in, in addition to like pulling it. Whatever you do, if there's one animal you need to not forget to imbue with magic to fly, that's the blue whale. Because if the rest of them can fly, oh, you're yeah. never going to get that thing off the ground if the blue whale is still sat there. No, that's true. Yeah, I, I will be sure to imbue magic to the to the blue whale. And I think I would also include maybe something from the, the insect world. Mm, it's for the sake of balance. Exactly, yeah. Maybe I could have some ants. They are quite small, though, ants, so... Couple Maybe of thousand. I was thinking more about fifty thousand ants. Okay. Considering we've got four elephants, I think they've got to look the part amongst all of them as well. Mm. So what's that? You got two kangaroos, four elephants, seven s- sharks, seven sharks, a blue whale, two bald eagles, two bald eagles, and fifty thousand ants. And you know what? Why not also have a human? Oh, very inclusive. Pulling the sleigh as well, so he uh, the the human can be a part of it. What type of human? Well, you know, maybe to get people interested, we can have someone with a, a bit of uh, celebrity, perhaps. Superhero is very popular these days. Why don't you get someone dressed as Ant-Man? I oh, know we've already got the ants. Yeah. Well, uh, Batman? Yeah, we could get someone dressed as a flying Batman. Well, if you're going to go with Batman, why don't you go with the most iconic, the best loved and best remembered person who played Batman, Val Kilmer? You know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> 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 uh, that is not a bad idea at all. I like that. Okay, so it's quite the menagerie you've got now. So yeah, just just to confirm, and and then this will be it. I think you've made your point with all these animals. Yeah, two kangaroos, four elephants, seven sharks, one blue whale, two bald eagles, fifty thousand ants, and Val Kilmer dressed as Batman. Okay. Well, you're, uh, you've reinvented the wheel with that one, I think I have to say. But, I mean, it's like when you have new people taking over the role of James Bond or Doctor Who. You don't want to see what you've seen before. You want a bit of reinvention, mm, something yeah. to keep it interesting. So, I mean, that boring old sleigh with eight reindeer, that's old hat as far as I'm concerned. I'm bringing it to the 21st century. So I'm just thinking, though, um, old Santa had his star up front because actually there was a ninth reindeer, which is Rudolph. Mm. So what, are you going to put Kilmer out front? I think... No, you know what? To keep with the inclusiveness, maybe they can take turns. Maybe we could have, to start off with, the bold eagles. That would make sense. Then maybe have the 50,000 ants pulling their weight, have being at the front. Are they taking in turns to go at the front one by one? Or is this all 50,000 of them? No, all 50,000 of them just kind of like all holding the same reins, mm. I think, and then just like really going for it. And then, of course, you can have Val Kilmer up there pulling the reins on his own. And, you know, I've not seen him star in a film in years and years. And I love Val Kilmer. And I like to think people will see him up there, like little kids will be looking up at the night sky and they'll be going, 
who's that mummy and then they're, like they have a happy little family moment mm. looking at the, the the sleigh going across the moon it's just like that's val kilmer honey dressed as batman dressed as batman from the best batman film batman forever batman forever he's making sure that you'll have presents tomorrow forever forever exactly you know he, he doesn't can I tell get you much... my favorite joke huh can i tell you my favorite joke yeah go on i went into blockbuster video and i said can i have batman forever they said no you've got to bring it back <laughs> <laughs> and i'll be sure to tell him that joke i think i'm sure he, he will never get tired no, of hearing I'm that sure every he christmas uh... and that's that's what i do i mean surely that that would help my case of losing the uh, the santa claus look the inclusiveness of that <laughs> So, old Santa, he'd come down the chimney. Often a little treat would have been left for him. A little bit of a thank you from the family. Milk and some mince pies. Mm. Uh, maybe a carrot for his reindeer. Mm. Obviously, you jettison the reindeer. So, I don't know what you'll do instead of that. Keep the mince pies. I love mince you pies. You love mince pies? Yeah. Oh, good. Maybe a beer rather than the milk. I mean, some houses do that anyway. Leave out a bottle of beer for Santa. I mean, Val Kilmer might have the carrot, I suppose. But there's a whole menagerie of animals now so i think it should be commonplace for households to now have things like mice for the eagles 50 tons of plankton for the blue whale it's quite a lot to put out on the mantelpiece on christmas eve though isn't it yeah but it's all for the sake of inclusiveness i mean they've got to eat that's true i mean they can't starve no exactly i mean although i suppose if you imbue them with magic you could imbue them with a magical stomach no nah. If you do it for one blue whale, you've got to do it for 50,000 ants. Exactly. Uh, there are maybe... Uh, what do ants eat? Put out a bit of chicken. Hey, hey. Every, everyone has chicken. Yeah, everyone just, has chicken. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll just do that. And that will cover all bases, I guess. In terms of how I get into the house. Now, as we saw from moments earlier, maybe breaking in through the chimney is not the best approach. To say the least, it's impolite. For one thing... And now that I am actually Santa Claus, the thought of going into someone's house that way, I'm going to be filled with fear now of being shot from the roof. Yeah, I mean, if someone like you could kill someone like Santa Claus, then someone like me could kill someone like you. Exactly, yeah. So, one thing, the chimney is no more. Not doing the chimney anymore. Okay. Also, I will be taking to wearing a bulletproof vest. Very sensible. Now, I can't take the jacket off yeah. to put it under. I have to go on top. Uh, it'll have to go on top. I'll get a red one so it'll stay fitting. Okay, still festive, yeah. With the whole look. But maybe Kevlar balaclava as well, just in case someone decides to try and stab me. Because it's a dangerous world, Sean. Yeah, uh, I just wonder if rather than a large, jolly, patriarchal figure coming down the chimney with a sack of presents... If someone sees out their back window someone trying to get in through their back door and he's in Kevlar, balaclava and bulletproof vest, I just wonder if that might cause more violence towards Santa Clauses, a.k.a. you. Well, you see, Sean, that's that's why I'd arm myself. What are you thinking? I've got the shotgun. We know it works. I killed Santa Claus. All too well. I killed Santa Claus with it. So if I have the vest, the the balaclava... (laughs) Going to someone's house. I'm here to deliver presents, get on the ground. No funny stuff. 
So I've got the bulletproof vest, the balaclava, and the shotgun, and I should be alright if I even suspect that any of them are going to try anything funny. I pull the shotgun out, I say, right, everyone get on the ground. Merry Christmas. Right? And they're all there. And then they see me putting the presents under the tree. And I'm like, that's all I'm doing. All right? I'm not taking anything. Merry Christmas. Apart from the mince pies, the beer, uh, the plankton, yeah, but that's the how, chicken. Yeah, but that's all out there for me anyway. You're not robbing them no. if you're taking what they've left out for you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, just in case, I'd maybe still have the gun trained on them. I mean, if it's a big family, I might kind of aim it at the youngest child, just to show I don't mean any business. And I'll be kind of having the mince pies and, and the beer as I'm waiting. I hope you don't have too many of these beers. I mean, bearing in mind, you've got 90 million households to get to in one night. Yeah, I guess. But I can only assume that with this change in appearance and everything, I've also got a, a bigger liver, maybe? A bit, bit, bit more of a tolerance. Yeah. 90 million beers in one night is quite a lot. I mean, he's handled it for God knows how many years this guy's been doing it. Yeah. So... I'm sure it'll work for me as well. Because I'd be a bit worried, because that situation sounds like a powder keg, as it is, even before you've been drinking. So it seems like something could go wrong, is all I'm saying. Well, I mean, it'll be my first night on the job. I'm allowed to make a few mistakes, I think. We'll just have to hope they're not fatal ones. No, I, I won't try to kill anyone. So yeah, once I've had my beer and mince pies, the whale's had his plankton and everyone's had their carrot and everything, then we can set off, go to the next house. Well, it sounds like you've got a bit of a game plan. Hmm. I'll be honest, I don't want to uh, have a go at the old guard, as it were, but the last guy doing the job, he wasn't nearly as prepared as you are going down that chimney. I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of looking forward to it now. You're getting into the spirit, aren't you? I, I think I'm getting into the Christmas spirit. I don't know if that's just the the mangled spirit of Santa Claus taking over your brain, or if that's genuine, genuinely something that you would enjoy anyway it feels genuine i mean i don't know if it's the talk of the mince pies or the shotgun but i'm i'm looking forward to this to this christmas eve i gotta say you want to come along yeah i would love to i'll be honest mate you're making this sound quite fun i'm thinking i would like to get involved so i've got two pitches for you Mm -hmm. your pick as to which of the roles i step into right I can either be your jolly Christmas elf. Mm-hmm. So just picture me. I've got a little elf hat on, oh, yeah, yeah, got boots it. with bells on them. Yeah. I'm wearing like a candy cane striped socks. Nice. Dressed all in green. Or, and I don't know if you'll go for this one as much, I could be Mrs. Claus. Um, so just picture me now. I'm dressed much like you. I'm in. I'm all in red with the white fur lining, except underneath it's just some Christmas-themed lingerie. I'll be honest, I'm going for the former. The elf. You think the elf is... The, the elf, yeah. I think that would be uh, uh, the better option. My gut said that you would pick that one. Yeah. I mean, no offence or anything, but I'm stuck in this body, so it'd be nice to kind of have uh, a wife, if I'm going to have to be Santa Claus. A wife other than me? A wife other than you, okay. yeah, basically. Yeah. You can be my elf buddy! Mm, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed, but at least I get to make toys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make you head elf, mate. Head elf? Yeah, why the fuck not? I need someone I can trust. Well, I mean, also, I know your secret, so probably best to keep me close. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. I wonder uh, how everyone else is going to handle it up at the North Pole. Don't worry about it. We'll sort them out when we get there. His wife? Do I just, like, inherit her? Is that, like, a thing? We need to get up there and take a look, don't we? 
Yeah, I might show my face after Christmas. I want to get Christmas Eve delivering presents sorted first before I even bother entering into the office politics up there. Very sensible, yeah, very sensible. Um, I will say, though, everybody's a bit depressed when they come back from work after Christmas and New Year. It's for for future me to worry about. Yeah, okay. Whoa, whoa, Val Kilmer, whoa. He's getting quite antsy. Well, the ants are getting quite Kilmery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they are, yeah. All 50,000 of them. Amazing stuff. Anyway, um, just to confirm to the listener, we're sat in the sleigh, about to set off. Just wanted to thank you all for listening to today's podcast. Birch has fully accepted that he is Santa Claus now. I'm not sure how this will work out in the edit. We might have to edit the very intro out, but certainly they'll get the gist of why you ended up being Santa Claus... Yeah, maybe. Maybe leave out the, the gruesome murder side no, of no, it. Shh, shh. No, we're going to cut the murder bit out. Oh, right. We'll just... Yeah. The episode will start. You'll already be Santa Claus. We'll, yeah, once, we just won't explain it. We'll leave it open-ended. Once it's established that I am Santa Claus, people won't care about people the hows will, or the whys. People will probably forget that you weren't always Santa Claus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of heartwarming in a way. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we'd better set off really soon if we're going to deliver uh, presents to 90 million children. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So, thank you all for listening, but it's not too late to put in your Christmas wishes. Um, If you wanted to let us know what you want for Christmas, or even just how you feel that the podcast went, then you can contact us in the following methods. You can get us by email, mailboxrogesgallery at gmail.com. You can also get us on Twitter at Mailbox Rogues. We do also have a Facebook page, the Mailbox Rogues Gallery podcast. Just let us know what you thought of the episode. So if you feel that we murdered your innocence in any way during the duration of this podcast, let us know via any of those means. Let us know. And do leave a positive review on iTunes. Ah, yes, that's right. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can also listen to us on Podbean and YouTube. Right, so that's uh, housekeeping. Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a bit nervous. My first rodeo, as it were. Well, I get the feeling you're going to do all right. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. And might I add, a Merry Christmas to you, Sean. A Merry Christmas to you, Birch. And to you, the listener at home, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Right, OK, got the reins. Ready? And away we go. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> When Santa was shot dead from that roof It seemed to be the end It wasn't meant to be a murder Just a podcast between friends But when Birch tried on that Santa suit The coat, the boots and hat His belly grew and his beard did too Oh, he wasn't expecting that Santa wrote Birch and Sean a letter Preemptive writing this was They had to figure out that night The true meaning of Christmas And now Birch has become Santa 
At first it seemed so cruel But the two of them found the meaning To make Christmas time real With a bulletproof vest and a shotgun Oh, they'll have your mince pies and your beer Put some plankton out for the whale To avoid a bad smell, cling film her They've only got one night Two kangaroos, four elephants And seven sharks and one blue whale And two bald eagles, fifty and ants and Val Kilmer Don't forget Val Kilmer 